This is a podcast. Yeah, this is a podcast. But I would yes. hope I would hope that if you've downloaded it, you already knew that because if you thought it was something else, it'd be a real shame. <laughs> oh, yeah, probably, that's Maddie's new catchphrase. <laughs> you're probably going to hear that throughout the show. God, we caught up with a few people, didn't we? Yeah, we had Ada Nicodemo on the phone. We talked to the Hornet, Jeff Horn, about his possible re- oh, well, not a rematch, but he's going to fight uh, an English dude, the Hellraiser, yeah. uh, at the Brisbane Convention Centre as well, because Pacquiao said no. And we found out what you committed to while you were drunk. Yes. A little bit of a pink. Mm, she yes. committed to a song with uh, Eminem. Um, and my missing baby formula, mm. A2 Stage 2, rarest kind of white powder you can get your hands on. Well. Yeah. It uh, went to a Hollywood red carpet. Mm. Everyone slept really well that night. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, here's the show. Ada Nicodemo. Ada Nicodemo. Ada Nicodemo. Joining us right now, uh, one of Australia's sweethearts, if not the sweetheart, <laughs> Ada Nicodemo. Good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you? Oh, good. We're good. We're good. Yeah, no, everyone was excited to see you because uh, everyone was saying that Home and Away just goes better and better, doesn't it? Oh, thank you. Yeah, well, we think so, but it's nice to hear it. <laughs> Do you know what's nice as well? You having um, Sam Frost back because when yeah. she got announced as a role, everyone goes, oh, but wait a minute, she's got no acting skills, blah, blah, blah. Not realising that she may have had acting training and already judging her before she's on the show, but you were saying that the, the scenes that you filmed with her have been amazing. Look, she's she's good. She's hardworking. You know, um, you know, always knows the lines, eager to learn. Um, and what we seem to forget as well is a, a lot of young people that come on the show um, haven't done anything before and may not have had a lot of acting experience. So it's I think it's a bit mean that you know everyone just sort of started bagging Sam. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, she proved everyone wrong. Uh, can I ask a question? Uh, yes. <laughs> that that was stab was one of those people. I was one of those people. <laughs> not gonna lie. Not gonna lie. Um, you are uh, you're an ambassador for McHappy Day, which is a great uh, yeah. charity every year. Uh, do you um, did you ever work in a fast food place before you acted, or did you have any jobs I before? Did. Yeah, where did you work? I did. I worked at KFC ah. for a month. Right. A month. And it was just before I got my first acting job, so it was just before um, I got Heartbreak High. Yeah. Oh, love that show. I feel sorry for the person who had to put your last name on your name tag. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It, it's great training, isn't it, for, mm. for um, kids out there to work in any of those fast food joints. I mean, you work really, really hard. Yeah, mm. that was Manny's first job. He yeah. worked at McDonald's. He worked at McDonald's. He's a crew trainer. Really? Did you remember McDonald's? Happy day? Yeah. The the, be- the best thing was I finished at Macca's when I was 17, got my first full-time radio gig at 18. Mm. So mm. when I went for my first McHappy Day and I knew still how to use you the register and stuff, oh. they were flipping out. I was yeah. in Toowoomba. Like, they just enrolls me. See, that's and I go, amazing. They actually asked me not to go back. <laughs> because, Why were you that bad? Yeah, well, yeah because I chatted and I didn't realise they take their rate very seriously so they can see all yeah. the stores all over the state and they can yeah. see their position dropping down and they're like, you might be having fun, but this is serious to us. I was like, all right, I'm sorry. It's true. And when someone didn't get a Big Mac, I'm like, I'm sorry. Do you know what today is? We're not. <laughs> well, at least you're trying to raise money, and yeah. that's the main thing. Exactly. You know, what, it, um, this year was its 26th year. Mm. Oh yeah, mm. that's crazy, right? Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. yeah and we've been. I, to... I remember it as well. Like I remember when it first started, mm. and um, I've done many a happy day all around the country. Mm-hmm. And you can, you can vote 
Uh, not, sorry, not vote. Donate. You can donate. <laughs> <laughs> Voting, donating, same thing. You can still donate to uh, Ronald McDonald House charities all year because they do a great job. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And I, and I was in there the other day um, and, and met in Westmead in Sydney and met some of the, the families and the kids. And it's such a worthwhile cause. It's such an amazing thing to donate to. And, you know, you're just trying to keep families together through such a difficult time. So the charity does amazing work. Um, now, I'm going to ask you a personal question here, Ada, because we were talking about this last week. Pickle yeah. or no pickle? No. <laughs> I hate pickle. No, pickles I are the best. I always take it out. Yeah. Okay. Um, you, you, you have a, a child with your ex-husband? Yeah. We were talking about these things called uh, were wives and wasbands. Wasbands. Which is like you, when you break up, you yeah. keep living in the same house together, but you're separated. And we had heaps of listeners who yeah. still, still do that. Did you and your ex-partner go through a period like that or...? Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. Was yeah, it? You, well, you 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 do whatever you can to um, that. You know, you do what's right for your child. Mm. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Mm. So w- whatever that means for pe- you know families out there, that's what you'll do. Yeah, and it was quite amazing. We we were surprised at how many mature people there are out there. Well, you have to. It's like what Ada said. You do anything for your child, really, Absolutely. and all those yeah. things that you thought you would never do. You need to throw them out the window once you have a child because you go back on everything, don't you? Well, it's your main priority, yeah. you know, once you have a child is, um, you know, their well-being. So, of course, you'll do. And, you, and that goes for everything. Like, I was talking to someone the other day about the whole, like, she's about to give birth and she, um, you know, she's going, oh, I'm not going to use a dummy. And mm. blah, blah. I said, you know what? Don't say you're not going to do anything because I said the same thing, but yeah. I just, I took a few just in case. Yeah, that first night when he was screaming, I put that dummy in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever works. On him or you? (laughs) As she said, whatever works. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, McHappy Day, um, you are one of the ambassadors and you can check out rmhc.org.au slash McHappy Day and you can still donate and get involved with it. So, Ada, thank you so much for calling through. Lovely to talk to you. Have a lovely morning. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Ada Nicodemu, there she is on the air with a stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Wake up with stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Yes, the Hornets stop. Yeah, the horniest man in Brisbane, Jeff Horn, joins us this morning. Hey, buddy. G'day. How are you going? We're good. We're good. I think uh, Stab's a little bit disappointed because he always thought if you didn't have anyone to fight, he was going to put his name up in all seriousness. He really <laughs> wanted to. But um, you've gone with someone else? Yes. We've we've gone with Gary Cochran um, for this one. Okay. Maybe next one. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm here for you anytime you need, buddy. I really <laughs> yeah, am. Yeah. Uh, go toe-to-toe. Go a couple of rounds. See, so here we go. So who is this bloke that, that you find? For people who don't follow boxing, uh, who, who is he? He's apparently pretty, pretty full on, yeah? Yeah, he's a number one, uh, uh, number ten contender for the WBO world title. So he's a voluntary defense, but he's a come forward fighter called the Hellraiser. Nicknamed himself the Hellraiser. So yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> is that yeah, a little bit of a dig? He nicknamed himself. Do you know, <laughs> like not not oh, everyone I, else has, but yeah, no, I think he has. I yeah. think he's nicknamed himself, but sometimes other people might have given him the name. Yeah. The same. How I got mine. <laughs> well, <laughs> Jeff, there's you know there's there's no doubt that when McGregor and Mayweather went at it, their pre-fight banter was just oh, off the none. chain. Set a mm. new standard. Mm. Have you been working on your sledging, Jeff? <laughs> not really. I'm not. I'm not a sledger. I don't. I don't have that good of lines. Mm. 
I, that, hey, that's what I could do. Then if I can't fight for you, yeah. I'll write your um, sledging. What about you wear an earpiece? Yes. And Stan yeah. will be in your ear and let you know. Yeah. <laughs> that, that could work. I think, <laughs> lets, I think it lets the fist do the talking, yeah. if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> that would have been the first thing I said. <laughs> is, is it true, buddy, you're getting a million bucks for this fight? Uh, we're 750 US. Right, yeah. which so that's, yeah. that's pretty close. Yeah. So that's a million, yeah. million Australian, and because that's that's like double what you got to fight Manny the last time, Manny Pacquiao. Yeah, pretty much. It's it's climbing up a bit, so yeah. it's getting getting better paydays now. Oh, and I'll, you... I'll do it for free. Just <laughs> <laughs> keeping that. Yeah. You need it as well because you've got a baby daughter on the way, haven't you? Yes, that's right. Oh, when oh, due date soon? Um, it's going to be the 1st of January. Oh, oh wow. Dusty. That's exciting. That's Still what you should call her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what is the deal with Manny Pacquiao, mate? Because he, he was meant to fight you at um, Suncorp Stadium. Um, that was going to be the big big rematch, but then he's piked out and pretended like he's busy. Yes. So he, he had about 90 days or something to activate his rematch clause, which he didn't do, and he said, oh, He'd rather fight next year in the Philippines or something. Um, so I don't know what his what his plans are. He says he is, is busy this year, so I'll we'll contact him again next year and see see if he wants to have the rematch or not. Do you just hit him up on Facebook Messenger? <laughs> do you? Okay, you free, bro? <laughs> no. No, I don't. But the the promoters have his contacts and his management. Okay. It won't sound like that. It was like a Facebook (laughs) invite and hopefully he accepts. But you look on there, he's seen it but hasn't said yes. Why has he said maybe? Just It's either yes or no. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, and buddy, tonight we can watch you on uh, the ABC. You're going to be on Australian Story at 8 o'clock. Yes, I've had the Australian Story doing, uh, following me around, doing, doing the story for quite a while now. And it's been good. They've caught all caught a lot of stuff that we've been doing and um, I think it'll be a great story. I hope so, because if you're bored, then imagine how we're all going to (laughs) feel. Oh, awesome, mate. Well, uh, always a pleasure to talk to you. You're a very relaxed man for someone who punches people for a living, so uh, nice to talk to you, dude. Thank you. Remember here if you need me. Okay, I will. He'll, he'll uh, send him a you're Facebook do, you're message. Doing, you're doing a Pacquiao on me. You're doing a Pacquiao. Yeah. On yeah. Me. <laughs> it's Stav, Abby, and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Hi, Tiffany Hall and Cass Dunn here. We are so excited to share with you our new show called Crappy to Happy. And Cass, there are so many ways to feel crappy. Absolutely. We're stressed, we're busy, overwhelmed, uh, eating too much sugar, emotional eating. Oh my gosh, there's so many. You're a personal trainer, I'm a psychologist. Together we've worked with thousands of people to help them improve their emotional, mental, physical well-being. It's going to be so much fun. And you're going to learn a lot along the way. And so are we. (laughs) And so are we from each other. So go to podcastone.com.au and tune in. There's a continuing saga going on and there's a a general veil of mistrust hanging over the entire station. As last week, um, Maddie brought in some A2 milk formula to uh, talk about it on air and then thus making it a tax deduction. And it was so vital to him. I didn't think about well, that. Well, I'm here for you, buddy. You got it now. It was so vital to him, it was the lens that he went to to get it, that it, it sat in the office for two or three days collecting dust. And someone <laughs> has taken it upon themselves. Shush, 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 shush. Big people talking. <laughs> um, someone has taken it upon themselves to uh, teach him a lesson and take said formula. Uh, and um, since then, it's just, it's, it's, 
it's the gift that keeps on giving, really. It's gone mental. It's got its own Instagram page, Maddie's Formula, if you want to join and see where it's getting up to. Uh, if you've just joined, here's, this, is this you doing the investigation? To, to um, you, you did ask a few people if you thought they could Yeah, well, here's right. a little bit of a catch-up of what happened last week. Where is my formula? I guys? don't have it. Because mate. one of you have taken it. The investigation is underway. Okay. okay. The consequences will be followed through. Overnight, we've received an anonymous email, and it is a screenshot of an Instagram account. An Instagram account? With Maddie's formula. If you follow this Instagram account, and if you get on the hunt for me, there will be a reward for the person who finds my formula. Yeah. Ooh. And, hmm? What's the reward? There's a photo that's just gone up. Oh, to, to be confirmed, the reward. Yeah. There's a video that's just gone up. Okay. Oh, it's cold. Now, you're a it's little bit rain. upset, and I would be too, because this inanimate object uh, of yours has had a better social life than you over the weekend. What did you do over the weekend, Maddie? Mowed my lawn. Yep. Did some grocery shopping. Cool. Uh, because your A2 Formula Milk it. got a snap of a shot, if you go to the Instagram account, with the one and only... Thor, from Thor, Chris, Chris Hemsworth. Hemsworth. I did see that, and it—I guess it went and saw the movie. It did. It, apparently, oh, it, it, it loved it. Did it? Yeah. Did um, it take? Did it give autographs rather it, than receiving them? It actually them? took its phone in and it put a um, pirated copy up online. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, <laughs> um, um, am I still the number one suspect? No. See, this is the thing, right? Mm. Yes. I thought it was you. Why? Coleman. Again? Just because it, it just... Just because that's what we do to it each other. It okay, Coleman. That's mm. it. You know, you could just... Something okay. like that. I'll I go, that. she's messing with me. Mm. Because as I've said in the past, it's the rarest form of formula you can get. Yeah. It's, it sells for, I thought, $80 a tin on the black market. Apparently, it's up to 110 at the moment. That's how short the supply is. Mm. Um, but I have now since realised, since this Instagram account has gone up, mm. I know you were in Noosa. The premiere was on the Gold Coast. So I believe this is actually a crime syndicate. Oh. 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 Maddie, you think that people care about you enough to conspire against you? <laughs> yeah. With, yeah. With Abby at the top of this like, criminal You really think there's enough people who actually really want to... Okay, fine. People need to be... You're lucky Campbell Newman is not still in power. He Why? put in those laws against bikies, mm-hmm. and I think formula thieves are next. You know? No question. It, you know what? Mm. There's going to be a law that comes... Shoot first, ask questions later. So, what are you going to bring everyone down? Is that what you're doing now? <laughs> I have. I went to McDonald's at Jinder Lee at the DFO mm. on Friday. Mm-hmm. I had three women ask me about my formula there. Oh, well, there you go. You're getting popular with the ladies. Who would have thought? Hello. Yes, I you know, just watch it for your formula, man. No, and and they're very upset. They what? they think it is ridiculous mm. what you guys are doing. I well, don't, don't say. Don't why you say me? There's do you whole think I building. would do that to your baby daughter? Yes. You know that I wouldn't, Patty. You know that I wouldn't. I would only ever hurt you. All I'm get all You're welcome. I'm, all yeah. I'm gonna say is Yes. Wednesday is the cutoff day. This needs to be back by Wednesday. We only have enough feeds mm. until Wednesday mm-hmm. and then the baby screams. Or what? What's the what's the threat here, Maddie? I bring mm. hungry screaming baby <laughs> to oh, your house. Cute. To your I house. Cuddle. Bring oh, her into work. That, that backfired. I will. All right, do bring her into if work. I, I'm putting it down now. If mm. I don't have my formula mm-hmm. by Wednesday morning, mm-hmm. the baby comes to work. Yes, Great. please. The and then baby I get lots of Instagram photos. Will my lights be, go up. The baby will be here mm. in the studio mm-hmm. until I get the formula back. Okay. So cute. Can't wait. That really backfired. Everyone seems pretty keen for that. Yeah. So that kind of backfired. Yeah. It's like you want it to be like, oh, no. Oh, no, you, you guys don't know her, though. Oh, mm. I... I've had terrible kids. I'll be fine. 
I won't give her. I oh, know I will still have to give her a colic. Yeah, you see, because yeah. that's yeah, just you me. can't make her cry. You can't <laughs> hope her and make her cry. Hey, that's child abuse. I won't go that far. Okay. Yeah. I'm saying it now. Mm. If I don't have it by Wednesday morning, the baby comes to work. Yes. All right? Okay, yes. We no. all listening? <laughs> no, yes. Not, terrible negotiator. Stab. Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Hey, we're going to play Alpha Bucks. That is uh, tomorrow, 7 and 8 a.m., $10,000 on the line. Here's a couple of letters that will help you out. D and K. For Donkey Kong. Oh, good one. What a great game Donkey Kong was. Mm-hmm. It's a very good game. What's a very good game? Animal mm-hmm. cruelty. <laughs> <laughs> Osh is not here for one podcast, but yet still. <laughs> that poor monkey. It wasn't a monkey. It was a gorilla. Oh, touche. Mm. It's like koalas. Don't call them a koala bear because they get pissed. So I've heard. <laughs> it's Stav, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Hey, uh, this is really tragic with the top producer over in Hollywood, um, Harvey Weinstein, who has now, I believe he's gone to rehab investigations are still going on. But the amount of women that have come forward to tell many different stories and terrible stories of sexual harassment and sexual Mm. abuse as well. And last night there was a Kiwi model as well that was on 60 Minutes talking about something that happened to her over 20 years ago. All of a sudden he just left the room came back in naked, just like that. It was just full on. He was just suddenly naked and he wanted a massage and I didn't want to give him one. And I got up and I ran to where the bathroom was and I barricaded myself in there and he chased me. But you listen to the list of the women Mm. that have had these encounters and they're strong, powerful women in Hollywood. You Mm. know, they're in all the top movies and you think no one has come forward before this instance, yeah, and you wonder why they haven't. And then I think about it, and I th- think about my own personal experience, and there has been an incident in the past where I should have went forward and I didn't because I was honestly, I was terrified of losing my job. And I thought there was a situation where I was like, oh, maybe it was my fault, which I guess is looking back, of course, 100% wasn't. Yeah. But you just don't feel comfortable going forward and talking to someone about it until everyone else does. And then I feel really bad because I'm like, what about if something's happened since mm. it happened yeah. to me? See, this, this creep as well um, is fully abusing power in the fact that he goes for very young women yeah. whose careers are starting and obviously uses that power over them like, well, if you don't, you're probably not going to make it. Yeah. But if you do, I'll make sure you get a career. Well, which and it's is such a person twisted. that you are, you're looking up to and you are being nice to because you want the role. Like That's the sort of yeah. hierarchy that you expect. And then it yeah. crosses the line and you're like, oh, wait a minute. What? Those weren't the signals I was sending. Yeah. yeah. There, was a, there was a red carpet interview with Courtney Love. Did you see that? No. That was like years Year, ago. Years ago. I'm mm. talking like maybe 10 years or more years ago. Um, one a reporter said, "Hey, Courtney, what's your advice for a young actress starting out in Hollywood?" And she said, oh, "I can't say it. I know I will. If you get invited to a private party with Harvey Weinstein at the Four Seasons, don't go." Mm, wow. Oh, she said that yeah. on, yeah. on the red, on the red yeah. carpet. Yeah. Mm. What's um? This is probably terrible, and you won't know the actual answer. But what percentage of women would you think would have these sort of stories? Like well, it's, ho- I'm, it's I know, high, but I'm looking back. I'm looking back at the because I've had many, many jobs. Mm. And I look back and I go, how many times I felt people cross the line, mm. but I didn't say anything mm. or report on it because mm. I, yeah, I just tried to block it out. So that's why I think many women will. And honestly, you can call and remain anonymous. In fact, we'll, we won't give any names. Mm. Yeah. But I'd love to hear from women on 131060. Were you 
um, sexually harassed in a workplace and you didn't report it. Maybe you were fearful of losing your job. And why? Because I reckon there's a lot more occurrences that happen. Yes, and I don't, and I, I'm obviously praying that it's not on the level that of Weinstein, but I reckon there was a lot of women that have had to deal with it in the workplace and not reported it because they don't want to lose their job. They don't want to start. Did you also feel, that though, that it would be uh, like a your word against mm. theirs and, and because he's, the he's higher up? Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like. It, it could. I. I, I don't know. I, I'm. I've, I've never experienced it, and obviously, I'm a man. Yeah. So I imagine there'd be some women who'd be like, "Well, they're just going to drag my name through the mud, and mm. no one's going to believe me." Mm. I was so excited to get this job, and I was so fearful that I wouldn't do that job. That I go, you know what? I was willing to put. And I told. I told my work colleagues. Mm. Yeah. As well. So after that, I wasn't ever alone with them. Right. So the people around you kind of kind of looked after you. Yeah. But that you had to do that but looking like back, every day going to work, knowing yeah. that was there. But and looking back, sucks. I was still nice the mm. whole time. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So I still stayed in that job for a while and I was still pleasant. Um, unfortunately, the phones are already full at the moment, but um, yeah. you can remain anonymous. Uh, morning, anonymous number one. Good morning. What's your story? Um, I was working a while ago and um, a guy. we had a work drinks event and at that event this guy tried to kiss me and I pushed him off and told him I wasn't interested and he sort of apologised at the time and I left. And then a few days later, he sent me a text message saying he was really sorry for how he behaved. Would I, you know, accept coming out for a drink with him and some of the other guys uh, to make up for and show he's not a bad guy? And um, when I showed up there, he was the only person there and he basically told me that if I didn't sleep with him, he would end my career where I I was at the time. Wow, that's terrible. So at the point of when he tried to kiss you and and said, oh, oh sorry, were you, were you okay till that point because you thought it was just a misunderstanding? Yeah, at that point I sort of thought, you know, we he'd had a bit, like not that having a lot to drink is ever an excuse, but right. he had had a bit to drink and might have mi- misinterpreted some signals and at that point I was yeah. like, oh, it's fine, he's just misunderstood something yeah. there and I was clear that I wasn't interested and he didn't push it after that. But it wasn't until I went to, to, to what I thought was like, hey, I'm sorry for what I did sort of thing, mm, yeah. that it became clear that it wasn't, probably wasn't an accident at the time. Yeah. That is. That's yeah. horrendous. Did that make disgusting. you leave the job or did you stay? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. quit the job. Yeah. Good yeah. yeah. And that's a, that's a hard thing, isn't it? You shouldn't have to quit no, the you job. Shouldn't. No, you no. That's true. Anonymous number two, what's your story? Um, so over, I used to um, be in the entertainment industry overseas quite a number of years ago. So it was quite young. I was... 15 at the time and he helped me get into the industry. By the way, it's not the kind of industry I'm thinking yeah, of. Yeah, completely yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we know um, what you mean. I remember performing a gig uh, one particular night and I was really upset. I don't know what happened. I think I maybe re- didn't remember the word. I can't remember, but I was really upset. It was raining and it was a wedding gig, whatever it else. Yeah. And um, went back to the car and he took fully advantage of the fact that I was upset and I was young and everything else, and he pulled his pants down and expected me to perform something. Wow. So, and I was just, uh, I was bawling. I'm thinking, oh, please get me home. This is just, just I'm really uncomfortable. Please take me home. Yeah. It was awful. It was really awful, and I'll never forget that day. Um, Especially when a moment, yeah. yeah. And it's hard when at that moment you look up to someone, you expect to actually get comfort, and that's uh, yeah, yeah. At that age, anonymous number three. Hi, anonymous number three. Hi. What's your uh, What's your story this morning? Um, A number of years ago, when I was um, relatively young in my 
career, um, I worked in a professional office, uh, which is a large office in, in the city. Um, on the Friday night, a few of us usually go off and have a drink, and where we did. And I had to go back to the office to get my um, bags and stuff to go home. And at that time, one of my bosses turned around and said, oh, I'll walk you back. Um, didn't think really anything mm. badly of it because I got along with him. His wife was about to have a baby. So, you know, all good as far as I was concerned. Anyway, we got there and um, when we got in there, he basically pinned me up against um, the wall and started groping me. Mm. Um, I kept on saying no and I was actually very rational, to mm. tell you the truth, because I thought I needed to get out of the situation mm. in a reasonable manner because he was my boss and mm. it was my career. Um, uh, it actually, it actually that- got to the... Yeah. You sound like it still affects you now. Well, it does because um, it actually got to the point where I let it happen because oh. my my um, oh, thought so, process at yeah. the time was that I either will be raped or I will let this happen. So I let it happen and then I got out of there mm. and... Um, uh, the following Monday when I got to work, he came into the office, closed the door, apologised, oh. then said, but I don't regret it. Hey, any time you want to go off to yeah, right. named a hotel, let me know. But you know what? Even if he does apologise, apologising is not enough. No. You can't do something like no. that and then no. go, hey, I'm sorry. Mm. It, it, doesn't, no, it yeah. doesn't work like that. No. No, it doesn't. It doesn't yeah. at all. Um, and look, I know so much because I'm a strong person now. Yeah. I understand how a lot of girls don't yeah. say anything because the industry I was in was one that um, really I knew that if I said something, it was a small industry. Yeah. Everybody and I think, would I think, know. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of people feel the same as well. And there's a lot of guilt that comes with it because you say I should be stronger and stuff like that, but you do whatever you think you need to do in that situation. Have you gone to speak to someone about it? No, look, I'm okay about it. Okay, it's, yeah. It's, it's a long time ago. It, uh, I've dealt with it. Um, mm. I know that I made that choice, the choice I didn't want to make, but mm. I, I, I behaved so I didn't become a victim. But I knew it was because of exactly what mm. he put me in. Mm. Well, can we just say, if anyone is listening and mm. they might be in a situation, please reach out to someone Please say something, um, and if if you need help, you can call um, lots of numbers. Reachout.com is another place where you can go and contact, but say something. Mm. I yeah. think it is definitely what you should do. It's Stav, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Most human beings only use 10% of the brain's capacity. The classic IQ test. IQ test. Who you guys reckon's the smartest in this room right here if we're going to throw a name up? Oh, oh can we Abby. do like, well, can we do street smart and then? Nah, because <laughs> street smart and book smart are very different. They are. I can do book smart because I remember it for like a day and then it disappears. So I would do well at exams, but really not that smart. Right. Uh, there is the world's shortest IQ test, which the three of you have just done. Mm. Yeah. I have not done it because it was emailed to us and I can't remember my password and log in my email. My emails aren't coming through. Tried to do it on my phone, and so far I'm just doing surveys. So great. So I think I failed as well. Um, I, will, I will point out. Last time I did a proper IQ test, yeah, uh, I did it with my wife. My wife got 130, which is borderline genius, and I got 80, which is borderline dumb. Mm. Wow. wow! Think brick from Anchorman. Wow. <laughs> was this after a you know was it a particularly uh, no. like 
No. No. You just yeah. on a Tuesday. I just don't do them well. Did you even try and copy off her? No. <laughs> I couldn't read or write. <laughs> wow. So who invented the original IQ test? Does anyone know? Like, who was the person who, who said, this is how we judge how smart everyone is? And everyone went, yes, oh, Lord, brain, we will follow you. I guess it was somewhere back in the day when they were trying to figure out which people should go into what jobs, Maddie. I mean, I'm just speculating here, mm. but, you know, it'd be one of those things. How can we test kids in high school to figure out where to put them? So you see what happens when you don't have seek.com? <laughs> Stuff like this. Alfred Bennett came oh, up with it. Oh, Alfie. Alfie. Oh, uh, um, Benno. I Googled that. Didn't know that. Of course, we <laughs> know you that. Do. We know that. <laughs> but now yeah. you do know. So, so it's the world's, it's the shortest IQ test. It's only yeah, three, three questions, questions long, and mm. it's supposed to show... What? That, you know, rather than doing a hundred something questions, yeah. like who's smarter, who's not smarter. Yeah. So, um, I think, are we going to get producer Candy and she's got the answers to these. Okay. Um, I'll read them out. You guys hit us with your answers and we'll see how, uh, how smart you are. Abby at the moment's got that look on her face I'm where her, to, her mouth is like open. Before. <laughs> her mouth is open and if it was making a sound, it'd be like, uh... All right. All right. <laughs> Question one. A bat and a ball cost a dollar ten in total. Mm. The bat costs one dollar more than the ball. How much does the ball cost? This made my brain hurt. This made my brain hurt until I grabbed a piece of paper and a pen, and then I was okay. So a bat and a ball cost a dollar ten in total. The bat costs one dollar more than the ball. How much does the ball cost? Who wants to go first? I will go first. Yeah. Using my superior logic and uh, good looks, <laughs> I came up with the answer of five cents. Oh, really? Mm. What, was your uh, math, yeah. what was your maths for it? I, I'm, I'm, I'm exactly with Stav. Yeah. I'm with Stav. It's, kind of, it's a trick question. Yeah. See, because you would think that it's 10 cents because it's a dollar and then 10 cents, but it says the ball costs, um, the back costs a dollar more than the ball, and the ball's got to cost something. Right, so it's got to be a whole. Five cents. You take that five cents off. It's a dollar more than the ball. Bingo. Am I right or am I speaking absolutely You're rubbish? right. You're correct. Yes. Yeah. I got that right too. I was going to say a dollar, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's right. It's a trick question. Okay. If it takes five machines five minutes to make five widgets, mm. how long would it take 100 sheen- machines to make 100 widgets? Come on, Matty. You can do this. It's, pre- pretty, it's pretty easy, Matty. Just figure it out. I prefer the uh, how much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood. <laughs> well, a woodchuck can't chuck wood, so a woodchuck wouldn't chuck wood. Well, I'm not the pheasant plucker, I'm the pheasant plucker, son. I can't talk like a pheasant until the pheasant plucker comes. That's a dangerous one. I'm going to go with 500 minutes. Um, Osh? Uh, well, if five machines take five minutes to make five widgets, mm. each machine takes five minutes to make one widget. Mm-hmm. All right? So 100 machines making 100 widgets is uh, 100 minutes. Okay, you're both wrong. Oh. What? It would take five hang minutes. Hang on, hang on. What about Abby? Does she want to come home here with an answer? What? No, no, not at all. <laughs> no, she's I'm, out. Still, I'm still trying to own land. It's like, would you like to accept the cookies from this website? And I'm still trying to decide yes or no. Abby's, so. Abby's this close to hitting on the teacher. <laughs> yeah. uh, it would take five minutes to make 100 widgets. Five machines can make five widgets in five minutes. This means that one machine will make a widget in five minutes too. Therefore, 100 machines all making widgets can make 100 widgets in five, five minutes. Five minutes. It doesn't matter about uh, no. Another yes, trick question. Course, oh, I'm so stupid. Yes. I hope my old maths teacher isn't listening. Sorry, Mr. Tilly. Uh, you one. have not tuned in to the ABC, everyone. <laughs> Stick with us. Uh, we will have $10,000 after seven here on Hit 105. Right. Last question in the world's shortest IQ test. In a lake, there is a patch of lily pads. Yeah. Every day, the patch doubles in size. Mm. If it takes 48 days 
for the patch to cover the entire lake, mm. how long would it take for the patch to cover half the lake? <sighs> this one was easy. Uh, yeah. The uh, answer came to me like a shot. And uh, the answer there is 12 days. Don't even don't even read out the answer, Abs, because I know I'm correct. What were we said again? What? Okay, so no, there's, a, there's a lake, right? It's got lily pads in it. Every day the size of the lily pads doubles. Yep. yep. On the 48th day, the lake is covered. How many days did it take to cover half the lake? Yeah. Just go <laughs> yeah. backwards to it a little bit. If it yeah. doubles every day, yeah. on which day was it half as big? Yeah. Oh, right, so it would be 40... What, forty? Go, yes. 40- yes. Yes. Woo! Yes. Well done. That is right. If I had Hang someone on. explain it to me in detail, every <laughs> question. Hang on. Coleman sat there dead silent the entire thing and came out the smartest in the final seconds. No, no, no. Osha was, Osha was doing an Eddie Maguire. Like, you know, <laughs> hey, you get it? Which one do you want? That's hard, man. Being smart yeah, one... smart's hard. It's a good thing I'm pretty. Yes. Someone tell me I'm pretty. <laughs> Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Hi, Tiffany Hall and Cass Dunn here. We are so excited to share with you our new show called Crappy to Happy. And Cass, there are so many ways to feel crappy. Absolutely. We're stressed, we're busy, overwhelmed, uh, eating too much sugar... Emotional eating. Oh my gosh, there's so many. You're a personal trainer, I'm a psychologist. Together we've worked with thousands of people to help them improve their emotional, mental, physical well-being. It's going to be so much fun and you're going to learn a lot along the way. And so are we. (laughs) And so are we from each other. So go to podcastone.com.au and tune in. Where we live, uh, we live in an apartment block, but we're like the only apartment block in our suburbs. So all around us is like kind of fancy houses. All right. Mm. Uh, and uh, the other day I was walking um, Frank, our dog, uh, Sunday, Sunday morning. So I was going early. I was up at eight or seven o'clock or whatever, taking Frank for a walk. And my neighbor, I saw him come out of his fancy house, still had all the bed sheet marks on his face. Mm-hmm. Like, so yeah. still yeah. You know, quite early, had the messy hair, t-shirt, very clearly slept in just a pair of boxes. And I saw him kind of doing the, the sneak walk. Not mm. like the, I'm proudly walking, but the, I don't want to be found out walk. <laughs> Watched him walk across the street up the hill, and then opened the back door of his car, pulls out a durry, having a sneaky ciggy out behind the back of their Volvo, mm-hmm. you know, out oh. of the sight line of his house. <laughs> so he's like, three, parked the car a couple of, couple of uh, bit up the street so no one could see him. Mm. So he's having this sneaky T- A teenager or? No, no, it's like a dude, like. So this his, is a guy his, that's. In his 30s. 100% convinced his wife that he's given up smoking. Yeah. 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 I wonder if he had the full chewing gum there. Oh, yeah. With the N- And nothing masks the smell of cigarette like brute, am I right? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Why does everyone think that? <laughs> They'll never be able to tell. I think tell. you can always smell it on people's hands. Yeah. 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 But, you know, I'm, he's, he's not alone. I mean, I thought, yeah, look at you, hiding your cigarette smoking, just be a man. And I'm like, well, hang on, actually, you know what? Mm. Sometimes when, when wifey's not looking, I'll get online and just buy something new for my camera or buy a new oh, bike. Yeah. Bit, you know, oh, not what I thought you were going to say. Neither. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're saying whenever wifey's on home and sneak out on the balcony and smack a no, dog. You know, I hide stuff from my, I hide stuff from my wife, and I'm sure there's people everywhere that hide stuff from their partners. You know, people who have the, you know, just eat the bit of chicken in the in the car before getting home. Yeah, you know, we I, do it with lollies now with the kids. Yeah. Like you know, and they can hear those rappers. Mm. They like, what are you eating? And you're like, I hate that. Open your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm the mum. Dave, uh, Maddie, who 
replace Dave yeah. uh, doing a much better job, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but he used to sneak. Um, he used <laughs> Thanks, to, mate. You're welcome. Oh, cheeseburgers. Yeah. Sneaky cheese. He had to sne- and he even named it Sneaky Cheese. And he would, um, he'd have to throw the wrappers out. And yeah. he got busted one day because he smelled like a cheeseburger. Loved a cheeseburger. Loved well, she, a cheeseburger. Well, his missus wouldn't let him he have a cheeseburger. He was getting on the tough side. He was having too many. Yeah, no, he was she, running out of clothes to wear. Yeah. Yeah. And his oh. wife's like, what's going on? I'm feeding you so well. Yeah. And he wasn't admitting that on the way home he was pulling through the drive-thru. She, she would pack lunches. Like he was very well looked. With a thyroid problem, Dale. Must be my thyroid. Um, I have seen, I've got a, a, if you catch up with your neighbour though, Osh, mm. um, I've got a tip for him. What's that? Now, quit. Well, he should, yeah. yes, he should quit smoking. Mm. But I have seen a guy at a park near my house who smokes cigarettes wearing a latex glove. Like the one the doctor pulls on? Yes. And oh, I, I saw him doing that sitting at the little, the gondola thing. Um, and I, I, was, I walked past him like, why is he wearing a glove? having a ciggy. And I thought, I'm just going to ask him. And he said he told his wife he'd quit six months ago. He actually lives two blocks up. Right. He sneaks down to the park like a teenager, <laughs> puts a glove on, and then um, he's actually swapped T-shirts too. Oh, wow. So oh, God. He leaves wow. the house in a shirt, takes it off, puts another one on, has the cigarette, takes it off, puts the other T-shirt back on and goes home, and he reckons she can't, she can't smell it. That's a that's a stretch. But then he wants she wants to know why you're always at the park. Who that's are you worse, seeing? Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What are you doing down there? Washing yeah. all these t shirts. Yeah. Yes. So there's a tip for him when you see him sneaking across the I'll, I'll let him know. I'll just hand him a I'll just hand him a yes. box of vinyl gloves and hope he doesn't look at me funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's Stav, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit one oh five. Okay, my shoes oh. are full. Oh. I better go now. Okay, that's a, that's a little bit too far. No, no, Pika, she wrote a song. It's called Revenge with Eminem, and she admits that she wrote an email requesting him to do it when she was drunk. She locked it in, and the next day woke up and went, Oops. What did I do? Well, I mean, it, it turned out well because she got him on the song, but 100%. plenty of times you agree to things when you've a few sheets to the wind, and then you go, Oh, why? Mm. Uh, Chloe's in Bean Lee on thirteen ten sixty. What did you agree to, drunk Chloe? Um, I agreed to climb in the Q1. Wow. Oh. And I'm scared of heights. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so did you do it then? You did? Yeah, I did it, but all my friends backed out last minute, so I was oh. the only one at the top. Oh. What? Oh, well, well done. Why did you do it after everyone backed out? Um, because they didn't turn up. Yeah. Makes sense. It's yeah. like we, we all paid that night, but they didn't oh. turn up. Oh, you actually so signed up that oh. night. Oh, yeah, we one. signed up. Yeah, of paid. course. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's pretty expensive, too. Like, it's once you pay for it, you want to make sure you go. I signed up to be a celebrant when I uh, was at a wedding. I signed up to the course. Right. Mm. And, and look at all the joy it's brought you now, yeah. Abby. Yeah. yeah. I was at a wedding and I was like, oh, I'll marry you. I'll sign up and do the course. I thought it was a couple of hundred, and I left out a zero. Oh. Now, drink responsibly, of course. Yes. But 13.10.60, Matt and Forest Lake, what do you regret agreeing to whilst you were drunk? Oh, it was more admitting what I did when I was drunk, and I admitted to my fiancé that I cheated on her with eight people. Eight people? At once? Yeah, so that was a big night. (laughs) (laughs) You're not together now, though, Matt. No. No. No, we're married. All right. What? Wow. Maddie, when you say it was a big night, was it a big night the night you admitted it? or big night of the amount of alcohol I drank to be able to admit what I did. Yes. yes. Okay. And, oh. and now you're married, and how's everything now? Amazing. Like, I, I can't believe I've even got a yeah. like ever. Neither can we, Matt. Oh, yeah, right. Wow. Like, 
who can admit to that and then end up saying they end up getting married and have their first child on their way? Wow. Oh, okay. Good for you, buddy. Wow. How did you get past it, Matt? How did she get past it? Uh, we did couples counselling. We've done oh. a lot of hard work together and I spent a lot of money. Oh, yeah. good. Okay, good all right. All right. So you've moved well on. So well I done. still work my ass off to yeah, yeah. be able to have a... Yeah, okay, right. well I get done. it. Good on okay. you, buddy. Thanks Great for admitting. I think it was just the number eight that really... Yeah. Yeah. Rebecca in Upper Coomera, what have you admitted to when you were drunk? Morning, guys. Hey. I, admit, uh, I, I didn't admit to anything, but I agreed to run a full marathon, <gasps> and I'm not a runner. <laughs> <laughs> How long between the big night and the actual run? I think there was a bit of time, so maybe six months, five or six months. Okay. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's I enough. trained myself. I had no help, whatever. And, wow. Yeah, ended up running it. Well done. What was your time? Was it amazing? <laughs> so I, in the lead up, it yeah. was all fine, but I had hurt my knee on the first kilometre, oh. and I ran another 30 in extremely like excruciating pain and then this little Asian man, he come up behind me, he's like, love, just pull over, you're in too much pain, there's an, always another race. Yeah. So I ended up having to pull out regrettably, but yeah. I ran the distance, yeah, well done. Um, like in the training and all that. Yeah. So. Yeah. And then you had to get yeah. drunk again to do another one. Um, no, my friend just twisted my hand and we did the half this year. So. Oh, well done. <laughs> well done. Good job, Mitchell in Ipswich, thirteen ten sixty. What did you uh, agree to when you had a few few brews? I had a one-night stand and agreed that I would have breakfast with the girl's parents in the morning. Oh! <laughs> How did she introduce you, Mitchell? Um, well, she had a, I don't know, she kind of, like, her good friend. Mm. Ah. Right. Wearing yeah, so last night's going out clothes. Wow. So, yeah, I was, uh, was a bit smelly too, my breath. Yeah. <laughs> okay. did, did she live with her parents? Uh, yeah, she did. Ah, uh, okay, right. Yeah. Well, you know what? I think we should be congratulating Mitchell for actually following through because most people would agree to that, get the goods, and then go, she's asleep, I'm going to bail. He probably tried. He couldn't leave the house. <laughs> oh, well, she did pay for breakfast. So. Oh, there you go. Yeah, oh, well, yeah, yeah. Then it's worth it. <laughs> Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Hi, I'm Rosie Waterland. I had a pretty full-on life growing up. It was a full-on world living with mentally ill, drug and alcohol addicted parents, constantly moving, sometimes to good places, sometimes not. There were very crazy times, hard times and funny times too. I even wrote a book about it, my memoir, The Anti-Cool Girl. It's been a few years since the book came out and now my mum is sober. She's finally read the book and she has some thoughts about it. The first is that most of my memoir is a lie. Now is our time to talk it out, and we're doing it in a podcast. Mum says my memoir is a lie. Listen at podcastone.com.au or download the Podcast One app. That's the end of the show. And at the end of every show, we like to say thank you to the show. We like to say thank you for Ada Nicodemo. She came on the show. She was great. But there's some things I have to say thanks, but no thanks for. And today, uh, I'm turning inward. Oh. Hey, Osha. The other day, your wife, Audrey, said, I think I'm going to do a du- juice cleanse. <laughs> That's going to be really great. Kickstart for the summer. And I thought, you know what? I'll do it with you. It's day three. Juice number two had a small amount of chia seeds in the bottom of it, and it's the only solid food that I will eat all day. 
Thanks, but no thanks. Going to the toilet a lot? Oh, he always does. Yeah. He's very regular. <laughs> you are, aren't you? You're very regular. I'm grateful, Stav, if anything. I'm yeah. grateful uh, for your ability to track and map my <laughs> movements. So thank you. Literally. Weirdo. I know I shouldn't be annoyed at this because it's pretty obvious. But I can't get my head around that anyone would have any sort of shop without credit card facilities. What oh. sort of backwards hick town are we living in? Noosa Markets. Oh. I should have thought, really. Uh. It should only be cash. Cash only? No, yeah, cash only. But I went around to the whole market and I was like, I'll have that, I'll have that. I don't even know what that herb is, but I think I need it. Oh, look at that. And I bought this whole thing with my arm. She said, do you want all that? And I said, yes, please. And she goes, oh, we only do cash. And I was like, hmm. I'm going to go and put that back and that back and that back and that back. And so I just went around and just sniffed everything at the markets. Thanks. <laughs> but no thanks. Such an ambassador for our show. You are a special woman, Abby. You are a special woman. <gasps> I love great, you. though. Coriander from the markets. Ooh. I made a commitment about 10 minutes ago <laughs> where I said I'm not going to get angry anymore when mm. things... Don't work out. I'm just going to say. What are you going to say again? Your catchphrase. Oh, that's, that's a, a shame. shame. Oh, that's a shame. It's a that's real right. shame. I love it, Maddie. It's going to be the new me. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Are you going to do it with that little smile as well? Like, that's a shame. It doesn't bother me. It's more it's a grimace. A, it's a shame, uh-huh. isn't it? Then I realise. When I argue with people, mm. like, what am I going to do then? If I say, oh, that's a shame, mm. then I'm admitting I can never, like, get be right. I'm always admitting that they're right. Oh, that's a new one for you, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Maddie, welcome to, welcome to adulthood, mate. Yes, see? And then you go, oh, that's a shame. It is a shame. It is a shame. <laughs> see? It is a shame. See? I hate you, mate. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. I give me till 9.30. Thanks, but no thanks. It's <laughs> a shame. <laughs> hey there. My four-and-a-half-year-old daughter, Rory. We've got power windows in our car. Window goes up, window goes down. Window goes up, window goes down. That's just me. (laughs) (laughs) But she rolls down the window sometimes. Gets the air on her face. Much like a terrier in the back of a ute. I would suggest maybe putting a strap on, but whatever. What do you mean? A seatbelt. Seat oh, no, no, okay. Oh, okay, fine. Ah, I forgot again. <laughs> <laughs> but when we get out of the car and then we go upstairs and it has been raining this weekend and I'm unaware that you have rolled down your window yeah. and have not done it back up when we have parked. So the car is quite damp. <laughs> Nothing smells better yeah. than a damp car. Oh, it always yeah. smells like wet dog. It does, And you're like, it? we don't even have a dog. Yeah. 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 Thank you. So thanks, Bento. It's Stav, Abby and Matt with Osher. Hit 105. Alrighty, that's the end of the uh, show and the podcast. Usually we do a little bit of extra business here where we can discuss anything. Um, has anyone got anything they want to they bring up? Nope. Anything going on? It's Halloween coming up. Mm. Anyone uh, go trick-or-treating? No, I just send the kids around. They're old enough now. They're not at all anywhere near. No, they're no, not. No, no, all right, I'll no. go with them. I don't know. I reckon they would really like it, but I just think it's so much pressure because a lot of people aren't into it. Mm. You know, so you then you've got to go each house and you're like, oh. They normally have a sign like, you know. Oh, that's a good idea. I'm yeah. going to put, so I get some lollies. Mm. 
But every year, no one's come and I've just sat and ate them myself. It's annoying when that happens. You make yeah. the effort, no one turns up. One year, I got shocked by trick or treaters because I wasn't, uh, uh, you know, wasn't expecting. What any. did you get? I gave them baked beans. <laughs> Those tins of baked beans again, baked beans. They were not impressed. Oh, so what you get? Did you get the trick? Did they give you a trick? No one ever says trick, no. do they? Yeah. Does anyone ever say yeah, trick? You, you give, make we, them work for it. We used to give flour when we were kids. We used to trick or treat all well every year, mm. not all the, time. all the time. But we used to do trick, and if they didn't, then we used to flower bomb them. What? How yeah, flower bomb the house. So wait, no. You, so you, you say trick or treat, mm. and they go, "Oh, I don't have a treat," and you go, "Well, there's a trick." And then you walk out, you put flour all over the house. You couldn't Hilarious. do. You couldn't I, do that now, though. No. Everyone gets all up in arms. But we used to go by ourselves as well. Three girls. Yes, the murder capital. (laughs) I think your parents are trying to tell you something. (laughs) They're back again. What happened, like, what happened to the good old days mm. where you would rock roofs and stuff like well, that to kill your time? We used to go and collect stuff as well. You remember when you used to get things from school and it'd be like, go and collect? Your parents would send yes. you around to collect money. Yeah. Yourself. You know what else has gone out of fashion? The good old classic brown eye. No one it's does. Illegal. It, that's what, yeah, but back when we were kids, if yeah. you chucked a brown eye out of the back of the school bus, mm. it was obviously frowned upon. Mm. But everyone would be like, oh, they're kids being idiots. Pull your pants up. What do you think would happen now? Court case? Yeah, it'd be sexual harassment, <sighs> all that kind of stuff, which I get if you're an adult. I'm not saying if you're, you know, if you're a 30-year-old man, chuck a brown eye. Mm. But if, uh, you know, kid does it out of the back of a bus, wasn't that like... What about mooning? Mooning surely okay. That's what mooning that's, is. That's the same thing. No, it's two separate things. No, no. brown eye. Is He's a moon. saying that a brown no. eye pulls it apart. It, it does, it's but it's still a. It's still. It's but mooning is just a bit more classy. It's like no, the James Bond. No, I don't Bond think it's any different. No. It's, yeah, bars not... are still weird no matter what. Hmm. Okay, so you saying <laughs> a moon is just put the pants pants down, down and show, show but, a, but a brown eye is you grab the cheeks. Yes. And yes. <laughs> yes, that is a brown eye. That is right, right? I I, it, I think it's just the same. It's just mooning. I, yeah. I th- I'm pretty sure they're the same thing. They're just like. <laughs> no, I'm gonna, as an expert in this field. It's like biscuits and cookie. They're the same. It's like two two names, but same item. No, no, it's like no, ice cream no. And that's top. no. That's totally different. Like biscuits can be savoury biscuits. A cookie's always like sweet. Sweet. Yeah, that's true. No, it's not the same it's at all. It's not the same at all. It's a terrible analogy. <laughs> it is. It is exactly the same. I'm hungry now. You're hungry. Was it constantly. the brown eye? <laughs> no, it was a cookie. <laughs> Okay, there you go. Thanks for sticking around for the extra business. If you want to comment, by the way, go to Facebook, and we'd love to know, is a brown eye and a moon the same thing? Yes. Hit us up, Stav Abbey and Matt with Osha. Uh, have a great day or evening or wherever you are and whatever's happening. Bye. 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 Stav Abbey!